1: Thanks for listening to the Town Hall Review with Hugh Hewitt podcast, bringing to you the best voices on the stories and issues that matter. Helping make it all possible is the generous partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. Here's another piece I'll trust you enjoy. I've never seen America so ashamed. I'm joined by United States Senator Joni Ernst. Uh, Senator, welcome. You are a veteran of the war. What do you think of this morning?
2: Yeah, thank you, Hugh. And first, um, before I dive into it, I just want to say thank you to all of the service members, their families that have supported the past two decades in the global war on terror. I think this is a message the president has not uh, communicated to the American public that thanks to these wonderful men and women, we have been safe here in the United States. Um, And, Hugh, you're right. I mean, this is shameful. And I don't know where the president is. Uh, he left washington dc without saying a word to the public not a word to congress Um, it is it is extremely shameful the way that he has turned his back on our interests in afghanistan our men and women that have served over there and of course the people of afghanistan
1: uh senator should the president address the country today
2: Absolutely he should, Hugh. For heaven's sakes, he should have addressed our nation days ago, weeks ago, and yet we have heard nothing, nothing from this vacant president. Um, this is a, a tenuous time. I spent um, a couple nights ago at an infantry battalion dining out in Council Bluffs, Iowa, these wonderful Iowa Army National Guardsmen. Most of them had served in Afghanistan, some of them multiple tours in afghanistan and over and over again they asked me what was it for we're back to square one what was my sacrifice for well i can tell you again they kept us safe for two decades god bless them but where is the president through all of this and why is he allowing this to happen
1: senator Ertz in 1973 richard nixon in the middle of a political scandal including the saturday night massacre issued an order to the Pentagon to resupply Israel with the famous line, send everything that can fly. President Biden could have done that as Kunduz fell and sent everything that could fly to all of the various airports around Afghanistan and loaded people up. Should he do so at least now about Kabul airport? clear? I mean, just issue a direct order over the air to put everyone on planes and bring them here. We will sort it out later.
2: Well, that is the briefing that we got, not from the president, but um, from, of course, Secretary Austin and Secretary Blinken yesterday in our all senators uh, brief over the phone. And I will state this is the first time that they have addressed us as members of Congress just yesterday. Um, And what they indicated to us was that they were going to be operating twenty four seven. Sending in as many planes as possible and evacuating as many people as possible, we haven't really seen that yet, um, but it's almost a little too late. We need to get everyone out that we possibly can at this moment, but why were we not doing this months ago? You know, I was one of the leaders uh, on the special immigrant visa program in the Senate, along with Democrat Jean Shaheen. We have been asking for months why the administration was not moving on this. Months we should have been engaging in this to get people out of Afghanistan. And here we are now where their chances are very slim.
1: Uh, Senator Ernst, I have been told by former senior Trump administration national security officials that the Doha agreement did not require the withdrawal of the 2,500 Americans and 5,000 NATO troops. It did not require the turnover of Bagram that the Taliban had begun to violate, and we were not obliged by the terms of that agreement. Is that your understanding?
2: Well, my my understanding would be that to keep a minimal force in a non-combat role would be acceptable. But now we have the new administration, the Biden administration, that was saying we have to pull all of our troops out of Afghanistan. So I am not sure what uh, additional agreements have been made with the Taliban, if they have been made. um, I know that our Special Representative Palalazade has been working on these issues. I'm extremely disappointed in the agreements that have come forward through those negotiations. So where it stands right now, I can tell you as members of Congress, I don't think we truly understand what's going on. Again, because we have not been briefed by the people in authority in our United States government. I think this is extremely shameful that they've operated under cover of darkness, not even allowing members of Congress to be able to ask questions about what's going on. And where is Biden in all this? Again, who the heck knows um, where he is and why he's not engaging? Um, We need leadership right now in the United States, and Biden is not providing that leadership.
1: Are you afraid of a Benghazi-style situation at the Kabul airport, Senator Ernst?
2: Absolutely, I'm afraid of a Benghazi 2.0. I think that this is something that many of us have worried about for weeks now as as we have watched this scene deteriorate in Afghanistan. Um, So, of course, uh, the word was put out that all of our embassy personnel are safe and then dot, 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 they're uh, they're at the international airport. Well, to me, our embassy personnel being safe means that they have been uh, safely evacuated from the country. They're out of the reach of the Taliban, um, and not to mention the thousands and thousands of Afghans and other people that supported us in our mission in Afghanistan. They're still right there at the airport, and there are many Afghans across the country that will not be able to get to Kabul. They will not be able to be evacuated um, safely, whether it's to a third country or otherwise. Um, So God bless the men and women that are securing the airport right now. They are keeping our Americans safe for the time being. Um, But again, I don't trust the Taliban. Our United States government shouldn't trust the Taliban. And yes, I am concerned about a Benghazi 2.0. I am worried that the Taliban will attack Americans, that they will attack the Afghan interpreters and others that assisted us.
1: In the call yesterday with Secretary Blinken and Secretary Austin, did they discuss the rules of engagement for American Marines and airborne troops that have flown into the airport concerning the defense of the perimeter of the airport?
2: Their message was very clear in that if the Taliban attacked us, the Americans, and tried to interfere with the mission of evacuation, that they wouldn't be met with basically a swift retribution, so the Taliban attacks us, we go after them. Um, but I, I'm telling you, we could have avoided this entire situation if we hadn't had such a haphazard withdrawal of Afghanistan.
1: Senator Ertz, has any American airpower been used from the alleged over-the-horizon bases of the— I believe we have a carrier within striking distance. Has any American air power been used in an attempt to interdict the Taliban advance on Kabul?
2: Well, we do know that they have been using those airstrikes um, continuously. Uh, There are a number that are coming from the Afghan National uh, Defense Security Forces. So the ANDSF has been active in their own airstrikes. But, yes, we have been engaging in our own over-the-horizon airstrikes. But as you can imagine, when you are doing those strikes with our rules of engagement, you have to make sure that you are on target and that you're not incurring uh, civilian casualties in a sense. And so when you're doing that over the horizon, it is just that much more difficult to engage the enemy. Um, The time between takeoff and time on target is much longer and it makes it much more, more difficult for the Americans to engage. That's why it's important that the Afghans are able to do their own work at this point. And so far, um, we see how that is going. So, should we be yes, should we be
1: using our difficult. air force? Should we be using our air force to destroy the assets which are falling into either Iranian or Taliban hands right now?
2: Yes, I think that is very smart. Um, I think that all of the equipment that has gone to the Taliban and needs to be destroyed, if it can be located, it needs to be destroyed, of course.
1: Well, shouldn't we be Um, bombing Bagram? Uh, They've got Um, control of Bagram.
2: Well, right. And that's if you can target those areas. Certainly you want to make sure that you're wiping out as much of the Taliban as possible. And this is where we don't really know what our plans are. We don't, you know, as senators, we don't know what those plans are. And I do understand that the DOD doesn't want to release that type of information to us because, um, you know, Congress is like a leaky sieve when it comes to information. And we certainly don't want that getting back to sources in Afghanistan. But you're absolutely correct in that those physical assets, if they are being used by the Taliban, especially in order to target... Um, Afghans that were helpful to us or
1: to Americans, it needs to be destroyed. Senator Joni Ernst, thank you for joining me this morning. Thanks for listening to the Town Hall Review. Our program is coming today in partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. It's America's most unique graduate leadership programs offered on Pepperdine's breathtaking campus in Malibu, California. Learn more at publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. If you're enjoying the podcast, please tell a friend to go to Town Hall Review and sign up as well today.
3: This is Ed Morrissey of HotAir.com for Town Hall. Afghanistan has collapsed less than a month after the U.S. pledged support for its government and military while pulling all forces out of the country. In less than three weeks, the Taliban took advantage of the vacuum left by the irresponsible nature in which Joe Biden disengaged the U.S. and captured every city and now Kabul as well. As I speak, Biden has sent 5,000 troops back into Afghanistan, not to protect our allies, but to help our diplomatic and intelligence personnel to escape the Taliban. That decision came after his administration shamefully offered the Taliban aid as a ransom to keep our embassy safe from attack. The same people who partnered with al-Qaeda, the terrorists who bombed two of our embassies in 1998 and perpetrated the 2001 terrorist attacks that killed 3,000 Americans. This is not just a collapse of the Afghan military. It is a collapse of our entire post 9 11 security strategy. We could have remained in place at little cost to guarantee a more orderly transition. Instead, we betrayed the Afghan men, and especially women, who believed in us. It leaves a stain on our honor and credibility that will cost us mightily over the next few decades. I'm Ed Morrissey.